Welcome to Vacation Station, hosted by Lisa and Nancy, editors of BigBlendMagazines.com. Hey, everybody, welcome to Big Blend Radio's first Thursday Travel to Larry series with the Sequoia Tourism Council. And just so you know where Tulare County is, it is in Central California in the San Joaquin Valley. It is known for its abundance of crop production, um, lots of farms, dairy. And then if you go on up, you're in Sequoia and um, Kings Canyon National Parks, uh, Sequoia National Forest, Giant Sequoia National Monument. It is a beautiful destination year-round. And uh, today we're going to be talking about the different destinations, so the different communities like Visalia, there's Tulare, there's Woodlake, Lindsay, Three Rivers, Exeter, Dinuba. We're going to be talking about Porterville, all kinds of the communities that you can visit while you're going to see these giant sequoia trees that are world-renowned. Um, but also we're going to talk about the end of summer uh, what we can experience because we are in fact in most definitely in the dog days of summer. And, um, let me tell you where we are. We're feeling and it's warm and swampy and going up into the giant forest or into Sequoia National Forest sounds like a good plan. Ending the day off in a community all sounds perfect. So, uh, for the website to, and I'll put all the links for the website in the show notes, no matter where you're listening from is uh, discoverthesequoias.com. So, First, I want to welcome Denise Alonzo back. Uh, she is representing Sequoia National Forest and the Giant Sequoia National Monument. And we heard we're not going to get to talk to her with as much. So we're hoping we get to snag her for one more show after this. Welcome back, Denise. How are you? Thank you. I'm wonderful. Happy to be here. Oh, it's always good. And you took us on one of our first adventures in Sequoia National Forest. I did. And uh, that that particular trail is hopefully going to be open next summer because the roads getting in there and out are uh, closed right now, but they're getting spiffed up by the local Caltrans in Tulare County, and they hopefully will be open and ready to greet visitors next season. And I want people to understand, um, if you're not familiar, I'm sure a lot of you heard over the news last year, there were fires in the forest and park areas. And then, of course, winter... Um, gave California a massive snowfall, uh, which is a good thing, but then also created a few problems for us human beings in regards to tra- traveling around a bit. But Sequoia and Kings Canyon National Park is open. Uh, both of those parks are open. The General's Highway is open. But the good news, Denise, I heard is that we can actually go back into Sequoia National Forest. You can go into Sequoia National Forest, and most of the forest is is open, except for that section just above Springville, because the road took on had too much winter snow damage, and so that section still closed through October. Caltrans is busily working away at trying to get it repaired and open again, but you can access things like Trail of a Hundred Giants from the California hot spring side of the forest. So you just come up from Porterville, you go south to California hot springs and then up that way. Oh, I do know we've done that then. Okay, cool. Yeah. Now when you said it from Porterville, cause I was, yeah, now I do remember going there. It's beautiful, yeah. beautiful drive. And it's beautiful to go through Porterville, all the citrus gro- orchards and citrus groves or orchards. Now I'm like, uh Oh, you guys Orange know more groves. about this. 
groves. groves. <laughs> okay, but you've got plum orchards and peaches and everything like Grape that too. and everything That's, else. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, Heath Jones, who is here from the Dinuba Chamber, knows all about grapes. That's in her backyard and. Actually, you, you're like from the original Raisin Land. You know, Fresno should have been filmed in Dinuba. I'm just saying. I'm not oh, sure oh. that that's true anymore. <laughs> um, there aren't as many raisins, uh, grapes that are, are farmed here in Dinuba, but it's certainly a, a vast part of our history and certainly connected to one of the county's largest festivals that happens here in the fall. And that is the Raisin Day. Hi, yeah. welcome back. It's good to see you. Good to see you. We've also got Suzanne Bianco back with us. She is from Visit Visalia. Visalia is the county seat of Tulare County, and it's a beautiful, charming, historic downtown that you're going to want to visit. It's got all the modern amenities, but the downtown, you got to go downtown. There's breweries. Did I say breweries? There's um, more breweries and restaurants and really cool lodgings, too. So welcome back, Suzanne. How are you? I am great. Thank you so much for having me. I always enjoy having our little chats here and and talking about Tulare County and all the great things that are happening here. Um, yeah, breweries sound good. good right now. It's a little warm out. <laughs> it's a little warm, so you got to go in the forest and then come back down and have a brewski, right? How many breweries do you think you have in, in Visalia now? Ooh, uh, I don't know the answer to that question, to be honest with you. That's a goodly number. That's a good, I think the whole a area is number. Getting, I love that. That's a goodly number. You can say that, especially after a couple of brewskis. <laughs> I love downtown Visalia. It is Isn't definitely it cool? a great vibe. It's, it's amazing. Even on warm summer nights, it's, it's so inviting and sweet. Well, that's it's nice. Awesome. I mean, to be able to walk downtown and, you know, still be in a short sleeve shirt, you know, is really cool. Go to the farmer's markets and you've got a beautiful downtown too in Dinuba. Porterville, I mean, Tulare, the downtown, these historic downtowns, I think real connected. I want to go to Denise on this because I was talking about this on the show the other day, um, a different show. We were talking about the importance of the connection between the towns and the parks and forests. So public lands, basically, right? And how you go into a park or a forest, public land, the connection of the people are there as well. That, you know, the history of the people, um, because there's even obviously the indigenous people, Native American people's history in the forest, right in the parks. But don't you also have history of some of the areas, ranchers and, and, and people inside the forest that people can experience? Yes, we do. And some of the cabins that you'll find on the National Forest and up in the National Park have been around for generations of families. There is a lot of history behind our our public lands, and then the private entities that are in and intertwined amongst the public lands. A lot of folks reside in town, in the towns, Porterville, Tulare, Visalia areas, and they have summer cabins that they like to retreat to that have been in their families and their grandparents and great-grandparents and their families for generations. And so they hold to heart those locations and, you know, Mm -hmm and enjoy those opportunities to escape there and go visit those places in the summertime. Often their families from out of town will come and they'll get to go retreat at that cabin during the Mm. heat of the summer when the valley is is unbearably hot and they can seek refuge in the mountains and go to their summer cabins and enjoy the time away. You know, that's funny. We're talking about the heat and it's end of summer, but it really feels like we're in the height of summer. Dog days of summer is like a real, real reality, right? So let's talk about how we can cool off. Obviously, go for a walk in the forest. You're up high. 
Um, you get extra oxygen. <laughs> it's beautiful. Um, still go in the morning too. And I, you know, what? Well, we've been in the height of summer and still needed to take a jacket with us because it can change on you. So, um, that's a refreshing little hoo-hoo, yay. Um, but then there's also water. Um, and we also want to be careful about what we talk about. Like there's been such a huge snowpack, um, this winter that water, it, it can, it can take you away and you don't want that to happen, um, in some of the rivers and, and under waterfalls and everything. But there are places you can cool off, right? Denise, uh, natural well, areas that people can splash around safely. Well, we have, um, available locally. We have Lake Success. And we also have Lake Kauia, and both of those places are in Tulare County, and they offer a nice cool retreat to the summer temperatures. We do have a current um, situation with the rivers. Like you said, the snow melt is still keeping the rivers running excessively high. And mm. even though they might look cool and refreshing, if you were to, you know, jump in, put your foot in, the water, the 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 rushing snow melt is coming down with a very high intensity and you may not expect, but if you step into the water at all, your feet may be washed right out from underneath you. And then mm. if you get caught up in the rapids as they're going down the river, you could get your foot or your leg or your arm cut under a rock. And then you may not be able to get out of the water. So we do, we do have a closure to Larry County Sheriff's department does have a river closure for all the rivers in our area so we ask that you stay out of the river because we can't get uh rescue people um yeah able to your to come to your rescue and then also you're putting the first responders lives at risk um, Mm -hmm. by getting into the waterways so we do ask that you stay out of the rivers but like I said, Lake Kauia and Lake Success are right here in our area, and they are very well prepared to receive visitors. And on boats, they rent boats, and you can go swimming. And we recommend that you wear a life jacket because you can't often anticipate if you're going to step off of a of a a bench or something underwater. So please wear your life jacket. But they are welcome and open and ready to greet visitors. Can you go fishing there? I had to ask Absolutely. that just for you. Absolutely, <laughs> yes. As a matter of fact, I'm going to do that on Saturday. I see. She seems to fish a lot. I love this. So let's talk a little bit of cooling off, Suzanne. Um, in the One thing about Visalia, you've got all the hotels that have swimming pools too, right, that people can go poolside if they want to. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, that's always a fun vacation, but, um, Adventure Park has a Sequoia Springs water park that is, um, open now for the summertime. It's a great opportunity for families to come and cool off. There's slides, there's a gigantic 900 gallon bucket that dumps water and a big cool. water feature. And there's cabanas that families can rent. So mom and dad can hang out on the couch in the cabana while the kids run around and play um, in the cool uh, Sequoia Springs water park area. Oh. Is is Balch Park open? Does anyone know if that opened up? Nope, not this year. Okay, maybe next year. So, Heath, what happens in Dinuba? How are you cooling off? You're going to get in the fountain downtown? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> um, we have we're utilizing our entertainment plaza downtown um, in the best way. We have our Friday night lights, um, farmers market every Friday night downtown, and then the fountains are on. Um, so oh, you cool. see, it's just it's a really nice backdrop. It's sound. It's small town America. You know, mm. it just looks like that. It feels like that. You've got live music playing downtown. You have farmers and, and food vendors and the kids are just having the best time for sure. 
And once, and about once the sun part? starts to go down, like it's not as, yeah. the heat isn't as abrasive too. So once no. the sun starts to like, you know, cool off, so do, so do we. But as well, far that's as that's how the goes, crops grow. That's how the mm-hmm. crops grow is having that little cool snap is like yep. perfect for them. But yeah, the golf course, I remember going, having sunset dinner and cocktails going, well, this is quite lovely. I could do this. It's awesome. And, and it's just a beautiful area. I wish I had a picture of it just to like flash on the screen, but it's such a pretty, um, picturesque area. And then they have the misters that, that mm. the misters that come down and it really kind of takes the edge off of that kind of like stagnant heat. So. And it's, it's an nice Audubon place. course, I believe. So like birds and everything, yes. they use reclaimed water and, and that, and then you have golf courses too, Suzanne, in your backyard. Uh, that people can go hang out at. Yeah, the um, Valley Oaks Golf Course is not only a certified autism center, which is really awesome, but it's a 23, nine holes, so 27 total holes of golf. So you could really vary it up, um, do a different set every day and play effectively a different course every time. They also do foot golf there. So that's uh, soccer, playing soccer in a golf format. So that's really a fun spot. Okay, well, let's talk about some of the events um, that are coming up. I know, Heath, uh, this Raisin Day is a big deal, and you've got a barbecue thing happening. So basically, um, if you're hungry, you need to go to Dinuba. What's happening and when? <laughs> so, okay, Barbecue Festival is August 5th from 11 to 6 p.m. It's going to be in Roseanne Voyage Park. Um, this is the first time we've done it. It's actually put on by the city of Dinuba, um, but we're trying to support it in whatever way that we possibly can. Um, we're all for the city bringing new events, especially when it relates to food, because we know that that brings the community together because we all can meet at the table to eat, right? We all love yes. food and, and I love barbecue. So I'm originally from the Southeast. And so I'm super interested in seeing what, you know, a true display of California barbecue actually looks like. Well, you know, Central California is known for barbecue. I'm excited. And, um, like, you know, there's the Santa Maria style and all of that, that, you know, it, and you've got cows around you, you know, so I, I think barbecue cows. is good. You do. You, you have we dairy. You've got real ice cream. That's what we were talking about the other day was the fact of real ice cream. We we're on a show about England and I started talking about Tulare County because they're like one of the top things in Norfolk, England is to have ice cream. And I said, I know people think that's, you know, well, you can get ice cream anywhere, but a lot of times the ice cream you get that is pre-done is not necessarily pure. In fact, some of it doesn't melt in the sun, and that's a true story. Yeah. Um, however, where – hey, look, Suzanne's taking us on a tour. Um, but anyway, <laughs> um, I love this. Um, ice cream-wise, I remember going to Rosa Brothers in Tulare and having real fresh Farm fresh, like you can have farm fresh ice cream. And that is something we can talk about for, you know, Tulare County. You want dairy, you want cheese, like Bravo Farms has cheese. And okay, I'm hungry now, but ice cream is a big deal. So can you have ice cream at your barbecue? Because you can't have barbecue without ice cream. I'm just saying. I don't hey, know if there's ice cream there, but there I better be. That there's there's got to be something there to cool us off for sure. I'm, I'm positive of it. Um, but we do have some great ice cream. Um, in our downtown too. So, yeah. so it, like, I think we probably have about four different places downtown that you can oh. get ice cream at. Okay. Before Raisin Day, um, Suzanne, you've got ice cream. I know you do. You know what I'm talking about being real fresh ice cream. 
Yeah, there's a couple of great places to have ice cream. But what I'm kind of fantasizing today about is um, <laughs> the Orange Works ice cream shop down the street. Oh. They are not just an ice cream shop. They're a um, um, they have sandwiches and things like that, but they make their ice cream, uh, an orange ice cream, which is sort of a unique thing. You don't usually have that at a, at a, you know, ice cream shop, but they do a really delicious local orange ice cream that is really refreshing, a citrusy flavor. And, um, yeah, that's a, that's a good one. Well, okay, flavors, more than just that. I'm going uh, today. I yeah. want, no. <laughs> I I want one now. Place. Denise, do you have a specialty, a cool off specialty treat? I actually like smoothies. I take my bananas and after they've turned, I throw them in a Ziploc bag and throw them in the freezer. And then I make smoothies out of them for dessert in the summertime. Oh, that's not a bad idea. Do you guys know Rhymer's up in Three Rivers? Oh, yeah. Oh, Rhymer's chocolate. Oh, yes. I know this doesn't sound like it it would hit great, but like they have a lavender ice cream that is beyond amazing. Like absolutely everything that I love in this world. I love their local berry ice cream. That is absolutely the best. That's the wild berry. They have a wild berry. um, They pick berries in the local area, the foothills there, and they make a homemade ice cream out of it. That is so delicious. That's what I always recommend people give a try. It's really good. Rhymer's is awesome because you go through the park, you know, you're up and hiking all day, come back down through the park. And there it is. It's like everybody stops at Rhymer's and Three Rivers on the way. Like you've got to get and then get goodies because they got chocolate and candy and gifts. And they have that amazing Christmas shop, too. And they make stolen for Christmas. And then you've got that view on the back porch. Yeah. That, that And right now, like I know we talked about the, the dangers of the water and that's an important point. But for like just viewing the water, it's absolutely beautiful. Like the river mm-hmm. is beautiful right now. Oh, man. I'm missing that area, your area. I'm missing your backyard. We'll be driving through there in winter, though, you know, and there's so much to do then, too. That's the thing. It's like, you know, we talk about summer, and it's hard to imagine that you guys had snow right now, isn't it? Like, still have yeah. snow. Well, like, the other exciting thing is, the other exciting thing is with all this water on the rivers, they, um, and depend on when they're able to do it, but the, some of the river rafter um, outfitters are back. So they're having um, a season where they can finally do some river rafting. And that's really exciting. That's for a person looking for a thrill. They can uh, get out on Puya river for sure and do some, some river rafting, which is really exciting. Very um, cool activity to do. Now, Denise, you need to have a outfitter, right? If you're going to do that. Yes, you do. And they have made an exception for people who are professional outfitters. You can book a river trip with one of them. You just need to plan ahead. That's awesome, man, because not a lot of people get to do it. Is there a place you can go tubing? Take your river tube or do you want to be careful this year? Well, this this year, no, because the rivers are But you could float in Kauia. um, Absolutely, yes. I just, that's what I want to do. I want to float. I don't need any crazy action. I just need to float. That's all nice I want. And, nice and <laughs> relaxing at either Lake Kauia or Lake Success. Okay. And let the fish, you know, do their thing and, and you can, you can get them. Yeah, that's it. Oh, right. Well, hey, that I need a manicure or pedicure <laughs> like here. <laughs> just go get them. It's all, hey, that's a form of uh, massage in, in, um, somewhere in Asia. I think they do that. You put your feet in a fish bucket and they, I don't know, they clean your feet. I don't know. But anyway, let's stay on topic. (laughs) Let's go back to events. So Raisin Day, speaking of feet, (laughs) feet. 
Sorry, I had to. Could, I'm could so not glad resist. that's what you thought of when you thought yeah, about I know. I was just like, well, toes. you haven't seen my feet lately. But no, anyway, no, raisins, though, that's part of your heritage. And I think that's really cool. And you have that beautiful park downtown, Dinuba. And I've talked about this, you know, every time you're on the show and we talk about Dinuba is the beautiful gardens. So when you go there, there's a golf course, a historic downtown, but everybody's like, really, it, it's not just farms and agriculture. People are proud about being able to grow things in their homes. And so it just makes for a beautiful drive through the neighborhoods. And I, we, we, Nancy and I did it. We got lost for a little while and drove around and just looked at people's gardens going, man, that is so cool. They're able to grow this because a lot of places you can't. So um, it's beautiful, but on the way to, so check out everyone's gardens on the way to the event. <laughs> we get to that beautiful park. So Raisin Day is taking place this year, the 21st to the 24th of September. Um, We're going to kick off uh, that Thursday night with a family night. Um, And at family night, we're going to celebrate some of our young entrepreneurs in our region too. So allowing them to set up um, and showcase some of the businesses that they've started. So we're really excited about adding that piece that's new this year. Um, I'm really excited about it. It goes back to kind of like our student youth advocacy um, that our chamber is doing and really kind of celebrating the growth of that, that young mind and young entrepreneur in our communities. Yeah. That's very cool. I love that. Oh, we're going to have to do a show on, on youth of Tulare. That would be really cool to do. I think we have, I think we have some really exciting things happening in our County. I mean, Suzanne, and that's kind of what I was getting at when she mentioned the autism um, friendly places, but Suzanne, like you want to touch on that? Like that's huge in your community. Yeah, that's really been exciting to have our tourism based businesses really focus on uh, neurodiversity and, um, you know, uh, going through a program to become a certified autism center. Visalia is the first certified autism destination in the country, in the USA, which is really exciting to be on the forefront of that. That means that, um, you know, people um, with uh, all sorts of, um, you know, or neurodiverse people um, can come here and can um, be assured that they will be met with compassion and understanding. And we will do our best in our city to welcome you and to accommodate uh, any special needs that you might have. You know, people with a hidden disability, um, which, you know, there's there's a wide variety of things that people can have um, that don't put them in a wheelchair, for example, which is a visible sign of a, of a disability, but um, that might have just need some additional help. They can um, participate in our sunflower program. In our office, we have little lanyards or uh, rubber bracelets that have a specific sunflower on them. And when they go into some of our merchants that have gone through that training, if they see that sunflower, they can approach the person and say, hey, I see that you're self-identifying as maybe needing a little extra help. I'm happy to do so. What can I do for you today? And that's a really exciting thing to, you know, sort of break down the barriers of travel for um, people. We are in the in the business of making happy family travel memories, and we want to make sure that all families get an opportunity to travel together. So that's been a really great program for us, and we're really excited about that. That's awesome. Speaking of that, too, Denise, um, isn't the Trail of a Hundred Giants? No, is it a thousand? I keep then it's ten thousand. I keep make giving you more giants. I know, but I, I give you more. I'm giving you more. You guys, you know, we're going to re- replenish those that went away. <laughs> it's like, here, you got a thousand now, but isn't that accessible for people it that is. are in wheelchairs or moms pushing strollers? Yes, it is uh, accessible. It's got a hardened surface for people in wheelchairs or strollers or 
um, you know, walkers or anything like that. There's certain little sections of it that have been wiped out by a giant sequoia tree, but uh, most of the trail is um, easily accessible by anybody in a wheelchair, um, physically challenged. Yeah, and the giant forest in um, Sequoia National Park is like that too. And I think that's really important for people to realize that you can experience um, these great wonders of our world uh, regardless of a disability. And um, I have a friend who is blind and actually speaks around the world on technology and things to help uh, blind people. And we were talking about this, even going to a park, um, being able to hear, to smell. He even goes on road trips, you know, and day, day drives with his wife. And he goes, oh, I can tell we're at the ocean. I can smell the air. I can hear it. Um, so even if you're blind, you can understand and, ex- and appreciate these places. And so, yeah, it's, it's really important to understand all of those. Um, I hate to say disabilities, but that is the word. And um, yeah. Well, the National Park Service did a great video series where they have um, people of varying abilities um, exploring the park, including um, a Braille descriptor of a vista or um, uh, someone in a wheelchair camping out at in one of their accessible campsites. Um, it's a really great way for people to see um, what that looks like for them to travel. So I would encourage people to check that out as well, the um, mm-hmm. uh, accessibility uh, video series for Sequoia Kings Canyon National Park. Is um, it's a great way for people to understand and and really see firsthand from a person um, exploring the area. That's I awesome. love that. Yeah, I've I've got a project under my belt on this, and I'll have to tell you all later. It's very cool. I can't tell anybody though, but I'll tell you guys later. <laughs> but like but it's very cool. Very cool. I know secrets are good, right? Um, but anyway, <laughs> so he uh, we started at family night, and then we we drifted off into oh, family friendly Tulare County. No, we so we I'm all so did. No, no, we we got to showcase families. the county. So this is great. And I do want. Oh, speaking of family friendly um, ag ventures in Tulare, I want to give a shout out for them, and also Farmer Bob's um, out in Ivanhoe. Um, if you want to know about agriculture and farming, those are two experiences. And also uh, the museum in uh, Visalia, the Agricultural Museum, has some great um, tools for that. So let's talk on that. So, yeah, um, Heath, tell us a little bit about the rest of we won't we won't interrupt, I promise. No, no, I might interrupt myself. Who knows? I never know what I'm going to do. So so anyway, um, Thursday night when we launch Family Night, the the carnival will open. Um, we're working on ways to allow special lines or special service to families that have children with disabilities um, for Thursday night. So look for that specifically. But then our okay. main vendors and entertainment will be Friday and Saturday. We'll, we'll have a parade downtown on Saturday as well. Um, and then we'll have a multicultural event on Sunday to kind of close our book. So, so yeah, trying to cover you know, a lot of different, a lot of different things, but um, it is the third largest event in Tulare County and we're proud to have it and host it here in Dinuba. It's amazing because you're a small community, you know, yeah. um, you know, so it's like, that's, that's huge. Um, you did also, uh, you're talking about family friendly, isn't as is Naylor's um, organic farm, they're family friendly too. Don't they do like school groups and teach people about organic they do the farming? And, and not only that, but they, they're now doing like some small farm animals. So they've got chickens. And, okay. and so like, if you follow along with their Instagram page, it's like all about their journey of adding chickens, of adding this and that. And really goats? kind of like that. I don't know if they have goats, but I would be oh. so down with goats. I know that, I know that our for um I know that our FFA 
just had baby goats um, not too long ago. And that was cool. Um, so there's a lot of like, yeah. Yeah. Anytime I get to play with baby farm animals, I'm absolutely down. For sure. I'm, a, I, I'm taking care of a donkey right now. So, I, I have a miniature donkey. Do you really? <laughs> this is cool. Okay. So Suzanne, um, I want to go back to you real quick. Farmer Bob, um, he's still doing tours for everybody. You can go on like the, uh, behind the, um, the tractor tours and, and go through the orange groves. Yeah. No. Farmer Bob is taking July and August off this year. Um, so okay. they are um, not offering tours. They're just doing some private events and things like that for July and August, but they'll be back in September when the weather cools cool. off a little bit. So be a good opportunity to come and walk through the groves and, and uh, take a look at the, um, the route that fruit takes to get from the farm to your table. Awesome. Awesome. Um, I know you were talking also that um, the Dark Sky Festival is coming up. Yeah, September. Dark Sky Festival is happening in Sequoia Kings Canyon National Park. Sequoia Parks Conservancy helps to get that uh, event going. That'll be on uh, Saturday, September 9th in the parks. Uh, there will be different um, programming throughout the park. It's a daytime event as well as a nighttime event. They'll have, of course, uh, telescope setups and people helping you to understand what it is you're seeing through the telescope, but speakers and other um, activities for um, kids and families and anyone in there visiting the park. It's a free festival. So um, that's something that really people really look forward to um, and exploring the night sky. It's amazing to look up at the dark sky in a true dark sky area and see the number of stars. It's, it's mind blowing actually. Denise, mm-hmm. I don't know if uh, you have any um, ranger programs uh, for um, dark sky or. We don't, but um, we do have a grand opening or not a grand opening uh, open house at Buck Rock Lookout coming up on September 3rd. And we'll be celebrating a hundred years this year yep that's That's why i added the little image behind me of buck rock lookout it's a historic (laughs) lookout located at 8500 foot elevation on the sequoia national forest hume lake ranger district so um everybody is welcome to come join us it's a free open house and we're gonna celebrate 100 years that's That's on my bucket list actually yeah now is it true that you can stay in some of those lookouts like camp overnight in them? There is one lookout tower down on the Kern River Ranger District that it's Oak Flat Lookout, and it's normally open for rental. Uh, it's got some maintenance issues right now, um, but please look in the future of open, renting the Oak Flat Lookout on the Kern River Ranger District. And it's recreation.gov, right? For- Correct. Yes. Okay, everyone for that. It's awesome. So anything else from you that we should we should look forward to for um, the end of summer um, besides breweries and ice cream and orange ice cream farms? We've got trees. We've got raisins. We've got all kinds. We've got festivals. Anything else from any of you? All right. Well, I, feel like we hit all, I think we hit all of our key points there. Yeah, but also um, I want to encourage people to also, while they're there, look at the public art throughout the downtowns. It's something you can do also um, early mornings and the evenings when you're going to have dinner, take that extra walk, those extra steps, see some of the murals and statues um, throughout all the 
uh, communities like Exeter, Tulare, uh, Dinuba. You've got some too. And Porterville's got some new ones with the forest in there too. So um, check those out. So thank you all for joining us. Um, I'm going to give out everyone's website, but everyone, it's all linked in the show notes uh, for the forest, uh, Sequoia National Forest. Go to fs.usda.gov forward slash Sequoia. Uh, you can also go to visit Visalia.com and um, you can maybe go even meet Suzanne downtown when you're in the downtown district, right, Suzanne? <laughs> and also um, DinubaChamber.com. That's where you're going to find out all about the Raisin Festival. But again, the main website to go to is DiscoverTheSequoias.com. As I was saying, we're here every first Thursday talking about uh, Tulare County, what you can see, do, and experience. And you can keep up with us at BigBlendRadio.com. Thank you all for listening. Thank you for joining us, ladies. Thank you, Lisa. Thanks. Thank you. Bye-bye.